Thank you for hitting the download and subscribe button on iTunes and Google Play. This is Steven Jensen. You're listening to the Fight Talk Podcast. Today, I'm doing my predictions for WWE SummerSlam 2018, as well as NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4. Looking forward to TakeOver a lot. Looking forward to SummerSlam a lot also, but really, really looking forward to TakeOver. I tend to really gravitate more towards the the NXT product right now than the uh, WWE quote-unquote main roster product, and you'll probably be able to tell that as I talk about these shows. As a matter of fact, I may even elaborate more on the NXT show in my actual predictions than the SummerSlam show. I don't know. I'll see how it goes. I know there's a lot of matches on SummerSlam, and I also noticed some people that were missing from the show that I'll definitely talk about. Before we get started, make sure to check out my friends over at Williamson Brothers Barbecue. Williamson Brothers Barbecue has my favorite barbecue sauce in the world. It's delicious. It's gluten-free. It's all organic. It's so, so, so darn good. And you can find it very easily online. Just jump on your web browser, your phone, your any device you're on. Go on walmart.com. Type in the search tab, Williamson Bros. That's once again, Williamson Bros. And uh, check out the best sauce in the world. They're also available in, you know, other retailers such as, you know, Target, Walmart, uh, Publix, Whole Foods. That speaks to their uh, their ingredients, right, being in Whole Foods. But once again, very easy to find online. Just find it on Walmart.com. It's legitimately my favorite sauce in the world. And once again, the people that uh, I, I mentioned on the stream, all the, on the stream, talk about Twitch, um, on the uh, podcast all the time that, they're nice people that run the business, and they have three physical locations in the Atlanta, Georgia area. So if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, check them out in person. They got you know the best meats, the best rubs, the best sauces, everything. So uh, thanks again to Williamson Brothers for being a part of the show. And I also, as always, want to shout out WrestleRumble.com. So WrestleRumble.com is who brings us these predictions um, every time that WWE has a big show. I'm always representing for WrestleRumble.com uh, because I was a, a contestant. I did their contest before they were ever a part of my podcast, so it's something I truly believe in. It's something that's so much fun. You can literally win money from just sitting on your couch watching professional wrestling. And the number one prize, the top prize for NXT uh, is $100 plus a bunch of MVP points. The MVP contest is something that runs for a full year with $1,500 in cash up for grabs at the end of the uh, quote-unquote season. And the top prize for SummerSlam is $1,000 cash. And then there's prizes, you know, $100 for second and third, and it kind of, you know, so on and so forth. If you want to check out the prize list, jump on WrestleRumble.com and check it out. And also make sure to follow them on Twitter, at WrestleRumble, to stay up to date with all their contests. And I'm sure I'll mention WrestleRumble uh, a few more times throughout the podcast, because, you know, they, they really do do a lot for the podcast as far as um, our relationship with WrestleRumble is just awesome. I'll just put it that way. And uh, shout out to you guys. You know, I always mention them in all my podcasts, but I always want to give them an extra an extra shout out or two on these predictions because, uh, once again, I love their contests. And I'll be sitting there. I'll be playing these uh, for SummerSlam and for NXT. And I've said it a thousand times. I like to brag about it. I won the NXT TakeOver New Orleans uh, Pick'em Contest. And I have the NXT Replica Belt that was the number one prize to show for it. And I have it on my stream on Twitch all the time. Cheap plug, free plug, twitch.tv slash fight talk underscore if you're on Twitch. Um, and that all being said, you know, these, these are my predictions. I'll just jump right into it. This is going to be completely unedited other than the music you hear at the beginning and the end of the show that I just like to throw in there for a little, a little sizzle effect. But uh, let's just talk about the show, guys. I'm going to start with NXT. Um, you know what? Before I get started, I do want to mention 
Um, I was at the SCI tournament in Chattanooga. I guess it was two weekends ago. I was on, I was there on Friday night. I wasn't able to go Saturday because I was covering the uh, UFC 227 pay-per-view. And then there was also Southern Underground Pro subgraps here in uh, Nashville on Sunday. I want to give a huge shout out to both of those promotions. Uh, Dylan Hales with the SCI, Righteous Jesse and Kevin Q with SUP. Just phenomenal stuff. Uh, my favorite, my favorite stuff, you know, my favorite. I love NXT. Like, that's really my favorite, quote unquote, mainstream pro wrestling. And I love New Japan pro, pro wrestling as well. But um, as far as, like, the independent scene is concerned, Subgraps, Southern Underground, you know, and uh, SCI, Scenic City Invitational, just top-notch stuff so shout out to those companies i didn't want to uh forget to mention them because i haven't been on the podcast since and that's also something i should mention i'll have some more indie uh indie wrestlers on the show really soon so you'll be hearing some more indie professional wrestling interviews similar to the one you heard of danny adams just the other day if you haven't seen that or uh, listened to that yet i should say so that all being said let's talk about nxt takeover brooklyn four i'm going to start off with velveteen dream versus ec3 this is a really cool matchup. I really like this. Um, I like both guys. I've talked to EC3 in person a couple times here in Nashville, actually, at the uh, Nashville Fairgrounds. Nothing I've ever recorded with him, unfortunately. But he's a really cool guy. He's a guy that's easy to get behind, especially if you meet him in person. And he's really good as far as, like, you know, a lot of people basically say he's kind of a throwback. Like, he's kind of what Vincent Mann loves. You know, he's like that big, muscled-up. Uh, you know, good-looking, athletic guy who can who can wrestle, you know? And Velveteen Dream is going to be, like, the future of the whole company if they play their cards right with him. So you got two guys who are just absolutely phenomenal at what they do. And this is a match that I don't think could possibly go wrong. Other than, I will say this, and I don't mean this as a criticism, because Velveteen Dream is only, like, 22 years old, and he's... He's still learning so much as he's as he's working, you know. But I have seen Velveteen kind of, I don't know if botch is the right word. He has botched some stuff, don't get me wrong. But he kind of like, I like the fact that he goes all out. I like the fact that he'll, he'll, he'll risk stuff. He'll go for it. But there's also been times where it's like, oh man, like you probably shouldn't have tried that. Or you maybe didn't practice that enough. But he still went for it and that's cool. And EC3 is kind of the same way with some of the stuff that he does. Like, there's, I, I guess what I'm getting at is I don't want this match to be clunky because I guess it has the potential to be, but because of both the guys' characters being so strong and them being as strong as they are in the ring, I think this is going to be great. My prediction is Velveteen Dream for the win. After that, we got the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roger Strong defending their NXT Tag Team Championships against Mustache Mountain of Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. This is a really great matchup also. I love the matches these teams have had up to this point. Undisputed Era is my favorite thing going in any WWE brand. I mean, as far as NXT, main roster, anything. The team of O'Reilly, Strong, Fish, you know, depending on what his status is. Uh, I guess he's just hurt. I, I, I hope he doesn't get totally phased out, but I wouldn't be surprised to see it happen. And of course, Adam Cole, who I'll get to in the next match. That stable is just amazing. There's so many things they can do, and all the guys involved are literal top-notch A-plus talents in the ring. As far and, and as well with like their characters and stuff, like they're really, really, really great, especially as a team. And same with Mustache Mountain. Bait and Seven are uh, an awesome team. 
and they're representing big time for the new UK brand. I mean, this match, honestly, I want to say this match could steal the show, and it very well could be, but like this, this card is stacked. Every NXT is so stacked on paper, and this is no exception. I mean, Velveteen Dream is a show stealer just with his entrance alone a lot of the time, right? And then you have this match right here, and the matches I'm going to get to here in a moment. I mean, they're all just, they're all potentially match of the night. There's, don't want to talk about Dave Meltzer right now because, you know, some controversial statements yesterday. But I was going to reference the five-star rating system, not supporting what Dave Meltzer said, anything like that. I'm just saying, as far as match ratings, this is a show that could potentially have five-star matches all the way throughout. As far as a prediction for Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain, I'm going to say that the Undisputed Era gets the win. I'm going to say that they retain their titles, and Mustache Mountain will go on to the UK brand and just kill it over there. You know, it's just they're going to be awesome, and I'm really excited to see what they do with all these guys that are involved in this tag team match going forward. Um, and I do expect it to be a, such a such a great match, but I am going to take Undisputed Era to retain their titles. After that, I've got Adam Cole versus Ricochet for the North American Championship. Once again, talk about a show stealer. I mean, Adam Cole, for my money, is probably the best all-around talent that they have in the NXT system right now. As far as a guy who they could put onto the main roster, who his facial expressions are great, his in-ring work is great, his mic skills are great, his character is great, uh, what he does as the leader of the stable is great. You know, there's just... He checks every box. The only box he doesn't check is he's a fairly small guy, like in comparison to someone like John Cena or Randy Orton. Don't shake his hand. Um, or, you know, most of the guys that he would consider superstars of the past, but we're getting past that now with, you know, guys like Daniel Bryan and you know, a lot of these newer guys, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, you know, guys that aren't, you know, that don't fit the the old WWE mold, getting more towards, you know, you know what I'm saying here. I guess what my, my point is is that Adam Cole's size should not limit him at this point. And that's the only box he wouldn't have checked in the past. I guess the fact that he's he could technically compete on 205, on 205 Live is somewhat of a concern. You know what I'm saying? But then again, so could Finn Balor. And so could a few other guys. But um, That all being said, uh, Adam Cole, like I said, I think he's the best overall talent in, in the company. And then you have Ricochet who can do things that nobody else can. And he's going to be bringing it to, to steal the show as well. I mean, everybody on this show is going to be looking to steal the show. And that's going to make for an incredible show, I think. Like, just when I think NXT might be, like, dipping or, like, maybe a little uninteresting or, you know, that the guys that I liked have left, it's like, it just, it never gets old because they're, they just keep it fresh and they get everybody over that they put in a big spot. That being said, being put in a big spot, I don't know if Lars Sullivan is hurt, but I noticed he wasn't on the show. Just wanted to throw that out there. He challenged for the championship uh, just at the last takeover against Aleister Black. He might be hurt. I'm just not that in the loop. Um, As far as a prediction for Ricochet versus Adam Cole, I think this is going to be... Man, this is going to be such a good match. Um, I'm going to say Adam Cole retains his title, so I'm going to say the Undisputed Era, they all leave with all the belts that they went into the uh, takeover event with. After that, we got Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane for the NXT Women's Championship. Once again, I think this will be a great match. Uh, I don't really know a whole lot to say other than, you know, we saw this match at the Mae Young Classic uh, last year in the finals. Kyrie Sane won. 
that definitely adds an element of interest to this match because Shayna Baszler has been so dominant that, you know, they have somebody in Kyrie Sane who's defeated her, you know, clean straight up. So it's an interesting dynamic. I'm going to say that Shayna Baszler retains the championship. I hope that she does at least because I think that Baszler is a big asset to NXT, especially with her MMA background, of course, but also her ties to Ronda Rousey. And we're going to talk about Ronda Rousey during the SummerSlam predictions. So I think it's a really good move to keep Baszler with the belt, unless they're going to move her up to the main roster. That's a possibility as well, I guess. But I'm going to say that Baszler is going to be hanging around NXT a bit longer. And I'm going to say that she defeats Kairi Sane and retains the title. And after that, we got the main event, which was originally going to be Tommaso Ciampa defending his title against Johnny Gargano, as well as Aleister Black in a triple threat for the title. Uh, instead, we'll be getting Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano because Aleister Black is injured and unable to compete. Looks like they're doing a whodunit storyline, by the way. Uh, somebody attacking Aleister, taking him out. And I'm hoping it was Cassius Ono. He's been kind of, he's been really under the radar, but more recently picking up wins on TV and stuff. So I'm hoping Cassius gets a push here because it's, it's well-deserved and it's, you know, way past due. Um, As far as this match, I mean, it's a last man standing match for the NXT Championship. I don't think they necessarily needed any type of stipulation for this uh, other than the title being on the line. That's just my thoughts personally, but I'm never going to, not watch a Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano match, no matter what the stipulations are. These guys are going to go out, once again, to steal the show. I'm saying it about everybody in this on this whole, whole show, but it's the truth. Um, Gargano's going to go out there and, and be a sympathetic, over, super over with the crowd babyface, and we're going to have Ciampa, who's just the, the devil as far as NXT Universe is concerned. So I think it's going to be awesome. What else can you really say? I mean... If these guys can can match or potentially top what they've been doing, I, I mean, match of the year potential right here. I'm going to say that Tommaso Ciampa retains his championship. And was there anything else about NXT I wanted to mention? Um, I saw Donovan Dijak got a name change recently. Um, I guess he was being called Chris Dijak, but then uh, now it's like, I don't know, I can't remember what, like Dominic. Divinojek or something like that. I don't know. I just noticed that. Also saw that Keith Lee made his debut, so hopefully he'll be involved in these NXT shows, uh, takeover shows soon. I saw that he made his uh, his TV debut recently, so um, really cool to see Keith Lee as a part of the show. He's a huge asset to NXT and any pro wrestling company. And also want to give a shout out to Matt Riddle, who by all accounts, uh, from what I'm hearing, is heading to the WWE. And I hope that's the truth, and I really hope that he pops up in the crowd at Brooklyn because uh, I love MMA, and I love Matt Riddle. He's another guy that I've talked to in person a handful of times, and he's a super, super cool guy, and I hope nothing but the best for him. So I hope we see Matt Riddle. I know I'm missing other people on NXT. If there's people you want to hear me talk about that I didn't talk about on the NXT show, uh, feel free. Hit me up on Twitter, at fighttalk underscore. Uh, or, you know, follow me on Twitch and jump in one of my streams. Uh, once again, it's fight talk underscore as well. And just hit me up about NXT. All right, let's move on to SummerSlam. And once again, I don't know how, how fast this is going to go. It's probably going to go pretty fast because some of these matches are, there's just not a whole lot you can say. Uh, so I'm going to start with the B team taking on the revival for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. My prediction is going to be the B team, uh, retaining their belts. I like what Bo Dallas and Curtis Alistair are doing, but, uh, you know, I just don't see, <clears throat> excuse me, 
uh, swig of water real quick. Like I said, I like Axel. I like Dallas. I like the Revival also. I just don't see them giving the Revival the belts. But to be honest, I I mean, does it really matter at this point with the with those titles? Um, you know what I mean. But once again, if it's my choice, I'm going B team. After that, this is an interesting one. We got uh, Rusev and Lana taking on Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega in a mixed tag team match. Uh, this is on the pre-show, which is interesting considering Rusev just wrestled AJ Styles for the WWE Championship like a month ago. So that's a pretty big fall to go on the pre-show. Although he is against Cien uh, Almas, who I absolutely love. I think Cien can be one of the future faces of the, the whole company. I mean, one of their top guys for a long time. But CN has so much potential, and he's already so good. And, you know, I, his work as a La Sombra and, and New Japan and stuff, I mean, top-notch guy, A-plus talent. Um, I mean, as far as this match goes, I'm hoping that CN Almas and Zelina Vega win. I'm going to guess Vega's going to pin Lana to help. I mean, not that they have particularly, you know, historically protected Rusev, but, I mean, it's pretty easy to get a pin on Lana without anybody getting hurt because Lana's Lana, you know? So, I'm going to say CN and Vega win, and I hope it's onto bigger and better things for CN because he should be, uh, he could be main eventing SmackDown shows right now if, you know, if they want to give him the chance. After that, we've got Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. This one's real interesting because obviously it's the culmination or, or at least the first match in a long time uh between these two and this feud that's been going on since uh Daniel Bryan entered the WWE back when he was on NXT when it was that reality show much different thing than the NXT we uh we see now but uh don't need to go into their whole backstory I think you guys uh, if you're listening to this podcast you know what the story is between these two I mean my everything about this wants me to say like it's obvious Daniel Bryan needs to win because it's you know you know, it's like him getting his, his comeuppance, right? Like, The Miz has been talking all this trash for all this time. Daniel Bryan never thought he'd be able to wrestle again. Nobody else did. Now he's back, and he can uh, finally shut The Miz up. But my big question is, is this, you know, the only time that we're going to see this match? Like, is this going to carry on to, uh, you know, the Royal Rumble? Is this going to carry on to WrestleMania? Like, is that where Daniel Bryan will get his big moment? Like, how are they going to play this? I don't know. Um... If they're going to do multiple matches between the two, I would assume that The Miz is going to win this one. But I can't assume that. And I also know that Daniel Bryan being the cover, or not the cover, the uh, the showcase mode of the next WWE 2K18, WWE 2K19, I should say, uh, game, uh, he's on the showcase mode. So, I mean, they're going to be pushing that game hard soon. And I'm sure they're going to want Daniel Bryan looking good. So, I'm going to say Daniel Bryan. Uh, my prediction is going to be Daniel Bryan in that one. Uh, after that, we've got Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. I mean, we've seen this plenty of times. Uh, I don't really know what to say. I, I don't. I don't really dislike the matchup. I'm just, you know, we've seen it. Uh, I'm. I'm just gonna say Finn Balor wins because I hope that Finn Balor gets more of a push. And I will say that Baron Corbin has looked better as the constable. Uh, better, you know, with the shaved head, of course, but also, you know, his in-ring work is looking good and his character is getting over and. You know, I like what both guys are doing, but once again, it's just, it isn't a new matchup, and I just think there's more to gain with Balor winning, so I'm going to say Balor gets the win. After that, we got Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy for the United States Championship. I love both these guys. I'm always going to be a Jeff Hardy fan, uh, really, no matter what he does. 
I'm sympathetic towards the guy and his past and his whole story and stuff. Um, not to say that he doesn't deserve any kind of like being reprimanded, you know, for messing up when he does. I'm, you know, I'm not saying that he should just get away with everything. I'm not saying that, but I think you guys know what I mean. You know, I, I just, I've been a fan of his for a long time. I have a similar type of childhood to Jeff Hardy from like a lot of senses. So like I, I get where he comes from with a lot of the way that he thinks. And Shinsuke Nakamura, I mean, I feel like he needs this belt. Uh, you know, if he doesn't have the U.S. championship, what does he have? You know, he's challenged for the WWE title enough times and failed, and he's just getting a reputation for being the guy who kicks you in the dick, punches you in the dick, you know, whatever. Um, his matches can still be good. Uh, Jeff Hardy is still going to be over at the crowd, so I expect this to be really more of a, you know, a spectacle than, like, a great match, although it has the potential to be a very good match. That all being said, I'm going to say that Shinsuke retains the title, I expect Jeff Hardy to get one of the big, uh, biggest pops of the night, though. Hardy's still as over as he's ever been, maybe more over than he's ever been. Uh, and Shinsuke, you know, Shinsuke as a heel is great. So I, I just hope that, you know, this is played the right way, and I think Shinsuke should get the win. After that, we had Cedric Alexander uh, versus Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight Championship. I think this is on the pre-show also. Um, I mean... I, ha I I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched 205 Live in a minute. The little bits and pieces that I have, I've enjoyed, but I just haven't really set apart a whole lot of time for it. Um, I like both guys. I think it makes sense for, uh, for Cedric to retain. It wouldn't surprise me or upset me if Drew Gulak got the win, but I just don't see it happening. And I think there's a lot of really good potential matchups with Cedric. I'd imagine they're probably going to, sooner than later, go with Cedric versus Leo Rush, and that could be great. So I'm going to say that Cedric Alexander uh, retains his championship. After that, we got Carmella defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Triple threat match. Uh, this is interesting because, you know, with triple threats, it's funny because, like, it can, as far as predictions go, it can really, like, it's really a seesaw, right? Where, like, you have Carmella where it's kind of easy to think, like, well, she can retain easier because, like, if, let's say, Charlotte knocks Becky out, for instance, and isn't paying attention, Carmella can, you know, knock Charlotte out of the ring and then pin Becky based on, you know, what Flair did and retain the title. Or you can look at it from the sense of, like, well, there's better odds that Carmella gets beat because there's two people in there and one of them could be in the deciding pinfall and not her. So... You know, I just don't know how they're going to play this one. You know, are they going to do what I said at first? Are they going to do something that, you know, still makes Carmella look weak, but she still gets out with the title? Because she's not going to look dominant. She's not going to go in there and be able to, you know, out-wrestle, out-power, out-think, out-maneuver Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair um, without, like, outside help or, like, something happening. And, you know, with it being a triple threat match, technically it is no DQ. So, you know, the possibilities are out there for Carmella. But I will say that I think that Charlotte needs the belt pretty soon. Although I'd like to see Becky with the belt too. I think that Charlotte needs it pretty soon because I think that eventually we're going to get Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. And I'm going to talk about Ronda here towards the end of these predictions. Uh, but I think them running kind of parallel with the titles would make a lot of sense. I'll actually talk about that match next since we're already talking about it. But I'm going to say Charlotte gets the belt in this one. So Charlotte is my prediction. So we'll just transition right into Ronda Rousey taking on Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship. 
I'm going to take Ronda Rousey. I think this is the moment where she's going to win the title. And once again, she'll run. I want her to run parallel to Charlotte. Like both of them both have the titles starting at the same time. And then they wrestle each other one-on-one at WrestleMania. Or they do some sort of huge, you know, four-horsewoman versus four-horsewoman match at WrestleMania or something. But I think it'd be great if both of them won titles at the same time. This is the opportunity to do it. Um, I will say that Ronda Rousey has been killing it. She's looking great in the WWE. Um, I really love it. And I, I, I really, I really like this match. I love Alexa Bliss too. I think what she does is great as well. Uh, Ronda is just, uh, it's just, it's just time. Like, I know she's new to the company. She's new to pro wrestling, but like, I mean, you got Ronda freaking Rousey, you know what I mean? Uh, give her the belt, get the publicity, this, just push her to the moon, go for it. So I'm going to take Ronda Rousey to defeat Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, I also want to mention, I just thought, thought of this while I was talking about MMA. It's worth mentioning, Bobby Lashley, to my knowledge, is not even on this show. Um, he just defeated Roman Reigns straight up, one-on-one clean, uh, like a month ago. And then that win was basically nullified and forgotten about when Roman Reigns beat him the next night on Raw to set up this match with uh, Lesnar that we will be talking about uh, here shortly. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know if maybe Elias versus Lashley will get placed on this card between the recording of this, which is Thursday afternoon, uh, the 16th, and the show. But Elias is another guy. He's like one of the most over guys in the entire company. Like, how do you not have Elias and Lashley on this show, but you have some of this other stuff I'm talking about, you know? Really weird. So maybe keep your eyes out for that. Maybe Elias and or Lashley will be a part of of some of these outcomes or something. Or once again, they might be injected into the whole show you know, as a match itself at some point. But as of right now, it isn't on there. Wanted to mention that. Up next, we've got Dolph Ziggler defending his Intercontinental Championship against Dean Ambrose. Sorry, against Seth Rollins. Whew, that was close. Dean Ambrose will be ringside with Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre will be ringside with Dolph Ziggler. So, that I was getting excited there because I wanted to talk about Dean Ambrose. Um, it was really cool to see Ambrose come back to Raw on Monday, the dude's looking swole, um, new haircut, new look, uh, like I said, just looking jacked, so I like it, I hope that he turns on Seth sooner than later, wouldn't even mind if it happened uh, during this show, but I want to see the lunatic, you know, I want to see him as a full-on heel, we haven't, we really haven't seen Dean Ambrose as a heel since his days in the Shield, and even then, he was like a cool heel, and even then, like, they became baby faces because they were so cool. And after the shield broke up, he was always a babyface. We need to see Ambrose as a heel. His work as John Moxley on the Indies as a heel is some of my favorite indie stuff ever. Please give us Ambrose as a heel. This new look screams heel to me, so I hope it happens soon. As far as the match between Ziggler and Rollins, I'm going to say that Ziggler retains because maybe Ambrose uh, does, in fact, um, screw over Dean Amb- or screw over uh, Seth Rollins. I don't know. Maybe McIntyre is a factor. I don't know. I'm going to say that Ziggler somehow gets this win, though, and retains his belt because I think we need to get Ambrose versus Rollins at some point. And we also need to get, you know, I think Roman Reigns will factor into that. I think we'll get some more S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff, but it's all, with all of them like fighting each other and probably with the Universal Championship in the mix with that as well, which we'll, which we'll get into. Um, so I'm going to say Dolph Ziggler wins, and I think it's going to be a great match. I think it's going to be a really, really great match, although we have seen it a lot of times at this point. 
But once again, having Dean Ambrose out there does make it a little bit different. After that, we got uh, Braun Strowman taking on Kevin Owens. If uh, basically the winner gets the money in the bank briefcase. And, you know, I just don't see Owens doing that. I don't see, and I don't know what Strowman can lose in any way. You know, it could be count out, uh, submission, pinfall, DQ, whatever. Uh, but Strowman having that briefcase is a really big added element to the main event, which we'll talk about soon. But, you know, once again, I don't know if Strowman's going to come in and cash in on, like, Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns or anything like that. I don't know. I mean, he should, you know, like, you know, actual common sense-wise, but common sense-wise, he should have already. He's been in the same building as Brock Lesnar multiple times now and hasn't cashed in that briefcase, even though he said he was going to do it at the first chance he got the night after he won it. So, Strowman's losing less and less credibility as a character with me, but I think he'll defeat Owens, and I think he'll retain that briefcase. Once again, will he, will he cash it in during the show? I have no idea. I'm assuming that's probably a question on WrestleRumble.com. So, once again, I want to mention that these Picks are brought to you by WrestleRumble.com. Make sure to jump on there, fill out the contests, uh, fill out your forms, enter the contest. $1,000 up for grabs uh, for first place for SummerSlam, $100, and a bunch of MVP points up for grabs uh, on the NXT TakeOver picks. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'd am i imagine there's probably some questions about this briefcase on there. I haven't seen the questions yet. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say that Strowman, I'm going to say that Strowman retains and defeats Kevin Owens. Up next, we have the Bludgeon Brothers versus the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I think this will be a really, really good match. It's a match I don't care about a whole lot because I feel like we've seen it. And I know we saw it at WrestleMania in the triple threat with them and the Usos. I just don't think it's time for the Bludgeon Brothers to lose yet. But I also didn't expect them to be against the New Day right now because it's, you know, I think, once again, I think it'll be a really good match. I mean, the New Day versus the Bar was great the other week. But it would have been cooler, I think, to see the Bar versus the Bludgeon Brothers one-on-one. But, I don't know. It's kind of a weird matchup to me, but I think it'll be a good match, and I do expect the Bludgeon Brothers to retain their titles. Um, after that, we got Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. This is the match that I'm looking forward to the most on the, ho- on the whole show, uh, easily. Uh, you know, the big question is, is this the time? Will they finally pull the trigger, give Samoa Joe the belt? I don't think so. I think that AJ retains. I think this uh, this is my pick for the match of the night. If they give them the time and they, they play their cards right, this sh- should easily be the match of the night. I think uh, AJ Styles will get the win. I love his title reign. The only thing I don't like about it is that he hasn't been really main eventing big pay-per-views as the WWE champion, which that's unfortunate. But everything that AJ Styles can control, he is phenomenal at. He pun intended he excels at everything that he can control his mic work is very very good it's much better than it was years ago um his in-ring work is the best in the world his uh his look his character his backstory you know everything he's he's the man he checks every box but but he not only checks every box like he's he's uh, he's an a plus 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 all across the board i mean he's he's the guy i mean he's the man he's He's probably the best overall pro wrestler still right now than anyone in any company right now. That includes guys in New Japan. You know, I'm not going to argue certain people, but you know, if AJ Styles was still in New Japan, he'd be having those matches also. You know what I mean? So 
that all being said, I am going to take AJ Styles to win. But like I said, it, it is the match I'm looking forward to the most. And I hope that Samoa Joe looks really, really good. It would be really cool to see Samoa Joe win the title. I just think that AJ is so deep in this title reign and there's still more challengers he can take on that, you know, Samoa Joe having the belt just, it just isn't time yet, I don't think. But with Samoa Joe as champion, there there is a lot of options there too, don't get me wrong. But I am going to say that AJ Styles retains the belt. And the last match we got here, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Championship. Man, I mean, this has got to be it, right? I mean, it has to be. This is, I got to pick Roman Reigns. I'm not going to talk about their whole backstory uh, that's been beaten to death. Uh, I will say that Paul Heyman added so much to this, this story coming into this match. Paul Heyman is a professional wrestling god. Uh, we just got to wait till Sunday to see what happens. You know, we know what to expect. Will they pull the trigger? Is Roman Reigns going to get the win? And what will the reaction be? What's the reaction going to be from the crowd as, as the match is happening? Is it going to be like WrestleMania? Is it going to be worse than WrestleMania? You know, are people just going to leave during it? Let's see what happens. Uh, I'm going to take Roman Reigns. Uh, they're they're kind of out of chances, you know. And Brock is definitely heading back to the UFC as long as he can pass his USADA drug test leading up to uh, when he's able to compete again. Although I would love to see Brock Lesnar walk to the UFC octagon with the Universal Championship. I would love that. And I think that's a big missed opportunity if they don't do that. But if they don't pull the trigger on Reigns, I just don't I just don't know what they do. Unless, you know, they do have the out with Braun Strowman. We gotta keep in mind they have the out with Braun Strowman. But we'll see if it happens. I'm gonna take Roman Reigns to uh to slay the beast and win the Universal Championship to close out SummerSlam. And that's going to be it, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thanks once again to WrestleRumble.com. Make sure to jump on WrestleRumble.com. Join the Pick'em Contest for SummerSlam as well as NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at FightTalk underscore. That's at F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. Make sure to follow WrestleRumble.com and WrestleRumble um, on Twitter as well at WrestleRumble. Uh, make sure to follow my Twitch channel. It is Twitch.tv slash FightTalk underscore. My merchandise is available at whatamaneuver.net. That is whatamaneuver.net. Got t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, multiple designs, multiple colors. Anything you spend on the website goes right back into the podcast, goes right back into the Twitch stream, helps make all the content better for me and for yourself as a fan. Or, you know, I hate calling you guys fans. Just, you know, you're you're not fans of me, but fans of, you know, the stuff that I'm a fan of, I guess is the best way I like to put it. But if you do want to support the uh, the channel and the stream and stuff, whatamaneuver.net is, is a great place to do that. Um, is there anything else on my Facebook group? So, you know, make sure to check out that. That's, uh, just search at Fight Talk Podcast, all is one word. Or if you just type in Fight Talk Podcast, it'll pop right up. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it as far as all my stuff goes. Uh, and, you know, if you're into MMA, of course, you know, check out MMA on Point. I work for their YouTube channel. That's just, just search it on YouTube, MMA on Point. MMAonpoint.com. I do all the news articles and uh, the social media. Twitter is at onpointmma. Instagram is mmaonpoint, and Facebook is mmaonpoint. And I run the social media for those guys. So if you want to check that stuff out, it's top quality stuff, and I think you'd really enjoy it if you like MMA. I know I already shouted out Wrestle Rumble, so once again, check them out and play the contests. Also, want to shout out Williamson Brothers Barbecue. Williamson Brothers Barbecue. 
has the best sauce in the world. Make sure to check it out. You can find it on walmart.com. Just type Williamson Bros in the search tab. They have three physical locations in the Atlanta, Georgia area. And their stuff is all natural, gluten-free. It's completely, absolutely delicious. And it's legitimately my favorite sauce in the world. So check it out. Thanks to Williamson Brothers Barbecue for being a part of the show. Also, shout out to Brian Jensen. Brian Jensen is a professional boxing corner man, personal trainer. He can help you out, help you reach your goals, help you learn how to throw hands, get in better shape, whatever it is. Follow Brian Jensen on Instagram at Atlanta Boxing Coach. All spelled out as one word, at Atlanta Boxing Coach. Hit him up, work something out with you. Get a knockout workout without getting knocked out. Brian Jensen's the guy for you. And last but never least, Heroes and Legends. Heroes and Legends is a professional wrestling collectible and memorabilia company that specializes in action figures, vintage magazines and programs, DVDs, autographed memorabilia, and other unique wrestling memorabilia. Make sure to check them out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at HL Pro Wrestling. So with that all being said, I don't know when I'll be back next, but keep your ears open for a new podcast soon and more independent professional wrestling interviews. Until then, I'll be back soon.